are going to be talking about Joseph um, tonight, not Jophus. <laughs> yeah, she's going to start saying Jophus because I'm, I'm to. just told her a story. But anyway. But this is a story. Um, uh, Joseph's story is a picture of God's providence. And um, it's a story of abandonment and it's a story of restoration. Um, and so I was watching Max Licato, um, his sermon on Joseph. And he said, you know, God took him from the pit to prison to the palace. Yeah. Oh, that's and good. And that's amazing. That's yeah. good. And so with God's help, um, his story just tells us that we'll, we're able to get through anything. And God's with us and never um, leaves us and doesn't forsake us. And so um, Israel had, uh, Joseph was one of 12 sons uh, by Israel, which originally was Jacob. Mm -hmm. And so his brothers... Uh, Joseph was favored by his dad. Just, I, I mean, he was. Yeah. I got. I got to give he his brother favorite some. kid. He could have worn the t-shirt. He could have. <laughs> you know, everybody else was a black sheep. He was the golden child because yeah. it was from the most his most beloved wife, and yeah. so much later on in life and things. But I mean, I can see the jealousy big time. Yeah, and so um, his father gave him this coat of many colors. Mm -hmm. So that was um, something else that kind of made his brothers dislike him. Yeah. Um, so Joseph, he was about 17 years old when all of this happened. Mm -hmm. And so he shared um, a dream with his brothers. And this dream... It's like, uh, so it's like rubbing it in. Just, you yeah. know, I'm your favorite and also got a dream from God. Mm -hmm. that... But this dream was like, I'm going to... He was telling them that he would be over them one day. And so that um, didn't go over them. No. Especially he's the younger brother. Yeah. And... and age meant a big huge deal like you like um you got you were the firstborn you got so much and the second you know i mean so it was a big deal of your but birth he order. wasn't the youngest right no that benjamin was benjamin and she he was also his a wife favorite. yeah favorite well not the favorite but just from the favorite wife so gotcha. it was joseph and benjamin of the same mom and the rest of them had different mom okay which is the whole problem i mean you know you got two baby mamas there's going to be strife so it's we weird. Only have two wives? I don't know. I, I just know of uh, just of those two. So there was a second dream, and um, Joseph told them all and told his father about the dream. And um, this was basically telling them that they would all bow down to him again. And his father didn't really like that idea. Yeah. And so he sent him off to his brothers in the field. And when um, Joseph was on his way. His brothers saw him coming, and they were plotting against him, plotting to kill him. Yeah. And um, so they were they were going to throw him into a pit. Mm -hmm. And um, and I don't think that he. I think his father trusted him more too, because I think like with money situations, at least this is how it was in the movie I watched on Prime today. It was uh, Joseph, jo Joseph and Jophus. his bro and his brethren, and so. <laughs> His brethren. So anyway, um, he, uh, you can watch that. It's like old, old school. And, uh, but it, it, it really depicts characters really well, like the old, old movies. But if you can get through it, but I, I thought it was great. Some of it was a little corny, but you just laughed at it. Like Potiphar was like the best casted person there. But, um, it was like the brothers stole off the dad, like, you know, so he really didn't trust the brothers as much as he did with Joseph, so. So they um, plotted, they were gonna throw him into a pit, kill him, and um, 
tell his father. Well, they ended up saying that the Reuben came yeah. and said that, no, let's not kill him. Um, they were going to throw him into the pit. So Reuben kind of saved him yeah. from being killed. Um, but they were going to, um, they put blood on the, on the, the cloak, the cloak yeah. whatever, and took it back to their dad and told him that he had been killed and was devoured by a wild beast. I mean, that's some, they were, they were ruthless. I mean, seriously. And, but, but they, they did in the end regret doing that or felt bad for it or whatever. But this, the whole story of Joseph just shows me that like, we think about our times of when we go through horrible times or, you know, I mean, he was put in prison. He was, he was sold to slavery. I mean. By his family. Yes. And then, and then Potiphar's wife lied and said that, you know, um, she tried to get, come on to him and he never would. And so she lied and had him put him in prison and just all this stuff happened to him, but it was still God's plan. And so I think sometimes we don't realize that even in the bad things that we go through, everything is part of God's plan. Because if he wouldn't have went into prison and he wouldn't have went to slavery, he would have never been in the position to um, interpret the dreams for Pharaoh. And, you know, it just, God has everything worked out. And we worry, you know, we worry all the time about the low points of our life. And we don't, we don't realize that God is actually moving us. We were just sitting here talking about, you know, when God wants to move, move you, he will put you in situations or he'll, you know, if he wouldn't have been sold, in, sold into slavery, then he would have never ended up in, the, in that position. But also, if God needs to move you in a position that you're in in your life, he's going to make things not good and it's not, you're not going to be happy and you're going to be unsettled. And that's how he uproots you and moves you to where he needs you to be. Right? Right. <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a nudge, a Christy nudge. You know, and even in our lives, you know, we, we have decisions that we, you know, are going through. Like when my husband and I moved churches, um, we loved our church and we had been there a long time. Our kids grew up in the youth ministry. And so we were comfortable and we loved the people there, but there was something that was missing. There was, and a lot of people are like, you hang in with your church, you hang in with your church. That's what people say. But also you have to understand that God has a purpose for your move to use you or to grow you or whatever. So, you know, there's, there's a, it's like a double, you have to look on both sides. Like if God is, is, uh, needing you to be somewhere so he can put you in a position like a job, you know, um, he may have a, a, a CEO position that he needs for you to be in. And so he's going to make this other job horrible mm -hmm. to where you'll move and look for a different job. And so he moves even in the bad situations in our life. And in those bad situations, there are times where he helps you land on your feet that's in right. those bad situations. That's right. And that's what he did with Joseph. Yep. And so he was sold into slavery um, to the Egyptians. So he, um, this is where he's sold um, to Potiphar, <clears throat> the Pharaoh's um, chief um, guard or yeah. bodyguard or whatever. So Joseph lands on his feet here. He becomes the chief servant of um, Potiphar, of Potiphar. And then Potiphar's wife, that's when he... Um, she tries to seduce him and he rejects her mm -hmm. and then he, she takes his cloak and then uses that to um, tell her husband Potiphar that um, she, he tried to make a sport. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yep. was what it he said. attempted to rape yeah. her and that was, you know, not true. So um, even when people lie on you, I mean, this really had spoke to me so much on everything. Cause I mean, I th you, you think of like when somebody wrongs you or, 
God uses every part of your life for his plan. And so um, I think that's the, that's why God tells us that we should be thankful in all seasons of our life, you know, um, and trust the Lord. I think a lot of times we are so wrapped up thinking we have control of our life. I mean, the, people in the Bible depended on God for everything. They had a faith about them in the Old Testament that they they really trusted the Lord and he and I, and Joseph was like that. I mean, he just knew that everything good, even when he interpreted the dream um, and told told um, the yes that he was going to go back into you know Pharaoh's. He would he would work in there again. Um, you know, he's getting ready to be killed and he's not. And so um, I, I, at that moment, that to me is just. He was able to interpret dreams, which those dreams, I mean, were crazy. Like, you know, I'm thinking I've never had a dream about birds eating this, but you know, my dreams are crazy, but like to be able to interpret that stuff, um, was from God. Yes. And that increased his faith. Mm -hmm. So every, it's just like every day he relied on the Lord to lead his steps. And, and, and I fall so short with that. I feel like, you know, I don't, I trust myself first. And then when I get maybe too in 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 too deep with my um, decisions or whatever, then I go to the Lord instead of just relying on Him for everything. For e whatever I'm in, I'm in. So we don't like to be in the hot seat. We don't like to be, um, yeah, because we get scared and think has He forgotten? Yeah, 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 that He's forsaken us or He's left us or or whatever. And so that's why it's so important to think about. That he, he, there is nothing we can do to change his plans that he has for our life, our purpose. So, so he ends up interpreting the dream for the cupbearer and for the chief baker. And so, the chief cupbearer's dream, he was going to be saved and he would be put back in his rightful place with um, uh, Potiphar. And then, um, the chief baker, he would uh, be killed. And so, this comes to pass, but. Joseph had asked the um, cupbearer, "Remember me when you're back, yeah. when you're put back in place." And the cupbearer, when he was put back in place, forgot all about it. Yeah. And so Joseph still was standing firm. Mm -hmm. um, he didn't have a bad attitude. That's right. Like, you know, he was sir, he was a slave, and he was grateful, and had a, and he was the best slave he could be. Mm -hmm. That's that's the crazy thing about it. No matter what we are in our life, we're supposed to be. That to the, because that's how you get a foothold to get to the next level. You know, um, you may have to in, go in at the bottom like a slave, but then you end up at the very tip top. So, um, so finally, the cupbearer he remembers um, the Potiphar was needing. Was it Potiphar? No, it was the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh wanted um, his dream interpreted, and so um, the cupbearer remembers Joseph and brings him back in, and mm -hmm. Joseph's able to interpret that dream and so then pharaoh makes um Joseph the main in charge yeah that's right because there's a great famine that's coming there'll be seven years of uh, plentiful food and stuff and then it will be followed by uh, seven years of famine and so somebody was going to need to prepare and um prep <laughs> you know and, and all this stuff and so um because he because he was the other people that were supposed to, supposedly dream interpreters couldn't interpret his dream and so when he like went up up the other guy like you know he was like I don't know what this dream means and so but but Joseph did and so because he knew that um he that's why he put him in charge so so even through all this and even through the things that we go through God is always there 
Um, That's right. God provides, he directs, he manages, and he sustains everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think he would be bitter or he would, because, I mean, his brothers sold him to slavery, you know, but it just, it did not affect his heart. He I don't know. It just kept going over and over mm-hmm. again. This is not the way my life was That's supposed right. to be. Just woe is me. But instead, he turned everything around. That's right. Um, so Hebrews 1, 3 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact repre- representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful words. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of uh, majesty in heaven. So Jesus sustains. He will, he will make sure it reaches... Um, its intended destination. And so one of the um, words that I looked up and it's uh, in Hebrew. So the word is intend, but in Hebrew, it means to weave. And so God weaves everything together for his good. That's the verse that says that when he starts a good work, he'll finish it. You have, those are the things that you have to remind yourself and you see how God is faithful in the old Testament with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, everybody that, that no matter what they did or what they didn't do or how bad their life was or where they were sold or if they were a slave, God's plan always happened. And it, it nobody on earth has the power to mess God's plan up. And that's in our life as well. So, you know, um, you have to remember that when you think you've sinned too much or you've gone too far back or whatever, that you have to remind yourself of Joseph, where he came from. I mean, he, what was it you said again? He went from... From the pit to the prison to the palace. Yes, that's yeah. good. And so, um, and I mean, that is, I think that's, we're all in a pit, mm-hmm. you know, and we're all prisoners of our sin and God has a purpose. And so once you are able to come into who God has created you to be, then there's life of abundance. And so that's kind of your palace. So um, Genesis fifty twenty says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good right. to accomplish what is now being done, um, the saving of many lives. And so he was talking about um, how he was put in, to, um, in charge and he saved the nations um, by preparing um, and getting them ready for the famine. That's right. And so this is the point where his brothers, it's yeah. Famine time. Yes. Everybody's hungry. Yeah. His brothers come to him um, asking him for food. And so this is when Joseph realizes that's who they are. Yep. And they, they, have, they, don't. Yep, they don't know. And they came without Benjamin because Benjamin stayed back with his dad because he had already lost Joseph. And he couldn't bear to, to lose his other son by his most favored wife. And so he held Benjamin back and they went looking for food. And so now their future was in his hands. That's right. Just like, you know, what they had done to him um, by selling him into slavery and losing, ruining the rest of his life. And I think most people would have been like, remember what you did to me? Mm-hmm. You know, but. So he thought maybe that they, he had a, ruined his life, but God saved him mm-hmm. and he landed on his feet each, at each um, interval of his life. And um, once again, his brothers were blessed because they were descendants. Mm-hmm. of Abraham even they went through all that and they did that in the very end it's a happy ending story because his brother ends up taking him back in but that also is the promise that God made to Abraham that his descendants you know so they intended heartache hurt abandonment and shedding of blood and destroying their family but God is always sovereign mm-hmm. he rewove their intention to good and so um, 
God gets his people through things. Um, it may not be easy. That's what we were just talking about a little bit ago. Um, he doesn't get us around it or over it. He gets us. He gets through us through it. That's right. And I think a lot of times we have a misrepresentation of the Lord. We cry out to the Lord and we're like, Lord, help my marriage. And we expect him to go poof. Or we say, Lord, give me patience. And we expect him to go poof. Or we say, Lord, give us, you know, help us to love. Instead, what the Lord does is he brings unlovable people into your life. And he gives you situations that are full of chaos to help you learn patience. I mean, it's through the everything that the Lord teaches you and delivers you from your sin and everything. And so it's never a, he's not a magician to where he makes things go away. He can heal you, but he would rather show you that he he can do what you can't. That's what he's in the business of. He wants to, he wants you to be at the end of your rope with no other move. And then he loves to come in and save the day. That's God. That's his characteristic. He loves to do that because then you he gets the glory because that's what it's all about. God, God getting the glory. Not about you getting more patience or you get, having more love. It's about God gets the glory. Mm -hmm. And so you literally have to be at rock bottom before... He gives you that, it gives you that way. Well, um, Job 34, 14 through 15 says, If it were his intention and he withdrew his spirit and breath, all humanity would perish together and mankind would return to dust. So God maintains everything because God, without God, there wouldn't be order. That's right. And there is order. There is definitely order. Uh, Joseph's story also presents amazing insight into how God's sovereignty works to overcome evil. Um, just like what you said, you, what you meant to destroy me, mm -hmm. the Lord uses for my good. And so, and for those, you know, that's just, that's how he works. Um, after all of Joseph's ordeals, he, he was able to see God's hand at work. As he revealed his identity to his brothers, Joseph spoke of their sin this way. Do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourself for selling me here because it was, to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. It was not you who sent me here, but God. And so he kind of takes the guilt off of his brothers and puts it in the right place of that the Lord, they were just following out what the Lord had planned for him. Later, Joseph again reassured his brother's offering of forgiveness, saying, you intended to, to harm me, but God intended it for good. Man's most wicked intentions can never thwart the perfect plan of God. And so I just feel like we just have to keep reminding ourselves when we are, when we're in, you know, and it's the same, it's the same with, um, you know, when you think that like Satan is, has, has got his hands on you, you know, Satan does want to destroy you. He does want to, um, he, he hates you, but you have to understand that sometimes it's through Satan's, um, tricks and snares that encamp you or enslave you that the that's how the Lord delivers you and so um, being delivered is is the best thing ever because once you've been delivered or saved um, you have purpose and I think people who don't who haven't really surrendered their life or their sin to God and to be delivered from sin um, they don't experience that and so they just think that they're just nobody like they don't have a purpose um, I love stories like this where I God I love comes, reading it yes, comes in and saves the day and, and, um, 
Um, Ephesians 1, 11 through 12, In Him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of His will. <clears throat> yep. Thank the Lord. It, that's right. That's right. And so from this, um, you know, I don't know if, like, I've, I've really been stuck on are we going to for, go forward with... Um, going into the tribes because each one of those sons um, will be a tribe. Um, when you hear the 12 tribes, it's the tribe. These, these men that sold Joseph into slavery, these men are the men that remember when Peter um, was standing at Pentecost and he was speaking um, out in everyone's language. It was these, these tribes are named after these men. And so when you hear the 12 tribes, you're, you're hearing the, the yes, the names of Joseph's brothers who sold him into slavery. And I was reading after we got off of podcast last week that um, Dan doesn't get to participate mm -hmm. in the tribulation where the 144,000 Jew, Jewish men are going to come and hold the biggest revival. There'll be 12,000 from each tribe except Dan. And, and I was trying to read about it and there's really not anything that's said as to why. Mm -hmm. So... It's really neat to see that even though that there's there's still stuff coming that takes us back to Joseph, you know, and uh, it's just really neat. So I'm hoping that you know, part of me wants to study it, but some some of this is hard. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like when you're when you're bat when you're in these battles, because like they just dominate one another. They they take over this kingdom, and you know God gives them kings because they want a king to rule, um, and so. You know, I don't know how we'll do that. We'll kind of decide. But, I mean, it's been great studying, kind of figuring out what all's going on over in Israel and, and um, with Gaza and all of that. I don't know. I'm sure all of you all watch TikTok or Instagram or some form of it and have seen these horrible pictures of these children. And uh, But you have to understand. And I did mess up last last week. I said Psalms 91. I was meaning 83 when I, when it said that we would see things, but it wouldn't come to us. We'd see things with our eyes. I said 91 instead of 83. But um, it's just neat to know that all this was where it all starts, you know. And it's like, it's almost like we're we're living out the last part of the days. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, that they truly believe that, you know, this Every is it. Every preacher that I listen to, that's what they're preaching. Yep, yep. And so hopefully your pastor is and, um, you know, but it's just so exciting to know the beginning of where all this started. And and I did go back and look up a little bit about Abraham's father. And, you know, it's just neat to know where everything was and, what, and, and that it all comes from Noah and it all comes from Genesis. And so it, it's just a continuance. Um, people say that our world is billions of years old, but it's not. It's, it's, it's about 6,000 years old and, and you know, um, from the beginning of creation. So every thousand years is kind of a, like Abraham was in the first thousand. The, the, I mean, it just, it, there's a timeline of all this. And so it's this generation that goes all the way down to Jesus. Every, every, every one of these people are Jesus's lineage. Mm -hmm. So this is the line of God's chosen people. That's why he chose these people. And there's a lineage that follows all the way down through from Adam and ends at Jesus. And it's, it's I mean, Wouldn't traceable. It be, that, 
Wouldn't it be neat to know where that lineage is right now? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, really, really. Um, you hear things. You hear things that people are looking for, you know, um, because they they do those um, ancestry mm -hmm. things like that, that people are really the reason they started that, or they do the swabs or whatever because they're looking for a certain type. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But those Jewish, the Jewish people, um, you know, they were God's chosen people, and it was because they needed to point to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. So, and this is not Joseph. This is not Jesus's father. This is, this is way before. So, um, but yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed studying all of, all of the new people. And so I think, um, our next podcast is, and we're, we're coming into the holidays. And so tonight we're actually going to record two. We're going to go back to, um, talking about the, the desires of the flesh. Um, I feel like, that is, that is most needed because um, you, you're not ever going to be able to overcome anything in your life unless you know what's inside of you, what, what is desired by your flesh. And so that's what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. And, um, you know, we may, we may come back to this, but I think, you know, we're going to kind of go forward with, and, and, and as um, the war progresses or whatever it happens we may visit this again but you know just understand that this is all biblical and there's a purpose for it all and um so yeah do you have anything else you want to share was about jophus jophus was it <laughs> that's what i used to say when i was young jophus and mary <laughs> so yeah i thought for sure that i was going to say it one time or whatever so all right we will see you next week